Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are in April, mid-April, and Katie and I, we are sitting down doing another episode by ourselves because Spice Boys, they, there's like a list of them that they're like, that, that team wouldn't make that team. It's a kid's movie. Kids movie. So we just said, fuck it, we'll, we'll do it live and do them on our own. So there's going to be a little pocket of movies that we do, sports movies. Which is normal, because yeah. this is not necessarily a Spicy Boys thing. Yeah, no, very true. Uh, I will say the last couple months have been a little sparse on our end. Even lazy. Probably need to put comedy next year, like, further into the year, and not, like, first year, first month. Like, comedy, I'm like, mm, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning uh, of the year is hard, because yeah. October is rough, and December is rough, and then... Yeah, we should lighten it up, we were, up up front. You know, ten months into pandemic, so Yeah. Or if anything, just January be just grab bag if if there's some movie. Honestly it should be Otis Picks. I pick like two or mo- two or three movies. I still haven't done Ferris Bueller's Day off, my favorite movie of all time. But anywho, Ooh, we'll favorite get to that. movies of all time. That's just Ooh, <laughs> that's I like just that. January. And we pick just four oh. people and just yeah, be like our number ones. Yeah. Um, What's your number one? Ooh, I like that. I'm down. Okay. So, today, we picked one of my absolute favorites. I know Katie loves this movie, too, but I... Not as much. ...love this fucking movie. When I was a kid, watched it all the time, because my, my team is in it. Dallas Cowboys are in this movie. This is one of the many... I don't know why. One of the many films where the Dallas Cowboys are the villains. It happens a lot. I know two movies that we are reviewing. The fucking replacements. Dallas is the villains at the end. And, well... The douchebag quarterback is the real villain, but and then little giants—they're the villain team, they're the bad guy team. Uh, it happens a lot. Why. It's because they won. Yeah, in, in the in the nineties, they were unstoppable, and everybody hated them for it. So. Yeah, and you know, hundred years later, everybody's like, "Dallas Cowboys suck." I'm like, "No fucking shit, we suck." I'm like, wait, you no, know I've been saying they suck since the night, like since yeah, it, it blows my mind. So. Like online, people are like, "Ah, Cowboys suck." I'm like, yeah. Intense, Water is wet, man. Intense like, 80s rivals here like, in this household. Like. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. People have to remind me. Like like people that come into the house when I'm watching wrestling, like, you know, wrestling's fake, right? I'm like, oh, my God. That, that dude shooting lightning out of his hands? That's that's not real? Like, no fucking shit. But anyway, it's just my grapes about people telling me cowboys suck. Because they suck forever. Uh, this movie is great. It's one of my favorite football films. Uh, I don't know a lot about football uh my mom was a big cowboys fan uh she loved them because she got to see them when they were great and she wasn't those one of the ones that like oh they're good like fuck them just you know give up she she watched every season and you know love pick some players and she loved them and stuff but uh so i learned what i know about football just sitting and watching with her just like boxing she is a big boxing fan that's why i know a little bit about boxing, and I've read some things and stuff. So boxing is like one of my, it's one of those quiet things I don't tell a lot of people about, but I really love boxing. So Little Giants, this is a story about just a team of, I don't want to say don't bothers, but. Misfits. Yeah, misfits. No, it literally is that. Yeah. When I was writing my thing down, I was thinking about the new Mighty Ducks yeah, show. It, and it I was like, really this, reminds me of this. The new Mighty Ducks show is literally just. The little giants on ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a team of people that didn't get picked and they make their own team. But also about sexism. Yes. And so uh, they have a, a little match 
to figure out what team will stay and who's actually good. Is what it... team gets to represent the town yeah. in the Pop Warner um, League. Because yeah. one town, one team. Yeah. And so it's a lot of very much like, you should be a little humble just because, you know, you got the quotation mark best kids doesn't mean that these kids don't have really good talent and so yeah it, it's a really good movie it's an underdog story yes. like most sports movies yeah. are 100 percent. i will say there's a little bit of cheating afoot uh, oh for sure but, this is not regulation football yeah but by the, any means but the best kids sports movies they're cheating everyone's cheating in sports movies honestly someone probably sucks at catching a ball they're probably putting glue in their hands and then they have oh, a yeah. silly scene. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For so, sure. Uh, no, this movie's the great. Goalie taking off his mask and then shooting a knuckle puck or. <laughs> the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're, they're, it's all that. It's all that. It's all cheating. Fucking yeah. uh, Bobby Boucher just fucking drop kicking a dude in the end zone. Like. I mean, that's not really cheating. He would probably got kicked out of the game for drop kicking a person. Yeah. Uh, for sure, he would have. It'd have been like, that's 30 yards for you doing for that. For sure. <laughs> For sure. There have been a lot of penalties on Bobby Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, sports movies, comedic sports movies, is all cheating. Like, there's oh, so yeah. much cheating. I would say regular sports movies don't have that, but comedic sports movies, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, this movie has another special place in my heart because the kind of villain of the story, uh, Ed O'Neill, he's in this movie. Ed O'Neill, if you know that name, good for you. But Married with Children, he's the dad. He's he's Al Bundy. And so people like to say that this... And also Modern Family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Modern Family. Uh, people like to say that this is the world where Al Bundy, after high school, that game, you know, when he scored four, four touchdowns in one game, that he constantly talks about in the whole show. Yeah. Uh, this is the world where he didn't get uh, Peggy pregnant, and he went off to college and mm-hmm. did stuff because he acts kind of the same. It's, this is like he's Al. Got a Heisman, yeah. Yeah, this is Al that actually was successful. And so people are like, yeah, this is an alternate reality it to Mary with Children. It completely is. And I like that idea. He's the same like douchebag demeanor, too, yeah. that he did in Married with Children. Yeah, it just in Married with Children, he was just broken down by the world. <laughs> and so he had his douchey moments. More, real- more realistic. Yeah, but he was just more of you had to kind of work with him because worse people were trying to make fun of him so he's like i'll beat you up (laughs) so uh that's why you like him because he's just a normal person getting shit on by shitty people so uh no this movie's amazing uh so i've learned uh kind of no shit to people but um i guess i have a type and so a lot of my crushes uh when i was a kid who would have thunk guys (laughs) my type uh it's a lot of tough girls on self-reliance is hot. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but really strong women is really cool. So, uh, in this movie, the main character, she's one of the main characters. She's uh, the main character. Yeah, Becky. Becky O'Shea. Good stuff. And she looks great now. I haven't seen her in fucking years. And I saw a picture of her because uh, I forgot what show she was in. She's in something now that's happening. And I was like, good for you, Becky O'Shea. You look amazing. Uh, but no, I had a big old crush on, on Becky in this movie. She's great. So, uh, like I said, it's, it, it just makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, let's get through this story and just talk about it like that and go through it. So it's like a lot of kids sports movies. They're kind of to the point, you know, it's like sports movies are pretty much to the point. Yeah. Win the game. Yeah. <laughs> Face trials. 
on your way to winning the game. Yeah. Little, almost lose the game, then you win. Yeah, little montage kind of that's, stuff. That's the game. That's so, the sports movie. So Danny O'Shea, it's Rick Moranis. Oh, that's another reason I like this movie a lot. I love Rick we Moranis. We get to see Rick Moranis just be awesome because, you know, he disappeared for a while. This He's is one of back. his last things, I oh, think. Oh, yeah? I think oh, so. So sad. I'm trying, to th- I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything I mean, this was 94. This. I thought Honey, I, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was later. I thought. I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah. So, Danny O'Shea, he's the younger brother of Kevin O'Shea. And so, he's a Heisman Trophy winner, local football hero. And and it's Ed O'Neill. And so, now he's come back to their hometown of Urbania, Urbania, Ohio. And he is going to start a peewee football team. And so, they're the Cowboys because at that point in 94, Cowboys were hot shit. So He's going to coach the peewee football team. I think it had already started. He yeah. was just being, had been the coach. Yeah. And so uh, they have tryouts. And so you see the good kids and you see some kids that can't catch that well. Or they run a little, little too slow. And you see this one gal there, Becky. She is destroying kids. She's like the best player out there. And so they do the picks. And so all the you know good kids get picked. And Randy, uh, was it Rudy? Yeah, Rudy Zoltek. Zoltek is the overweight kid. He doesn't get picked. Uh, Hot Hands. Uh, My boy uh, Rashid. Rashid Hot Hands. He doesn't get picked because he can't catch a goddamn ball. Tad is just a tiny little kid. And Icebox. They don't get picked for the team. And Danny tells him, he's like, you know your niece is amazing. Like, she should be one of those players. And and (laughs) Kevin tells him, like, she's 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 a girl. She can't. She's she can't she, play. She just can't. Which I don't is think there's sexist any... as fuck. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know the Pop Warner rules. I'm not. Girls can play. Okay. That's yeah, that was the only thing I was bringing up. I don't know if they could or could not. That's the only thing I was. If they couldn't have played, then they he shouldn't have let her try out. Oh, I just assumed it was more of just like I'm not gonna pick her anyway, so whatever. And plus, it just makes the other kids try harder because there's a girl destroying them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, like any sports movie with family, Kevin just creates his own doom by not finding something for his niece to do. And so, Becky, Icebox, Becky comes up with the plan to make a team. Like, her her own team to take on her uncle's cool-ass Cowboys team. And at first... She says that my dad's going to coach a team, and Danny knows nothing about this. And so uh, at a diner, Kevin's like, hey, what are you doing, man? Like, are you making a team? He's like, what are you talking about? And he sees Becky in the window with her, like, loser friends. They're not losers, but you know what I mean. Uh, loser friends looking sad, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm coaching a team. And he's like, well, it's only one team, one town kind of situation. And then the old dudes in the corner are like, how about you play for it? <laughs> in one week, have uh, Kevin's Kevin's Cowboys against Danny's Little Giants. And we'll play to see who gets to be the coach of the team and what players go. And so Kevin's like, okay. Because <laughs> my, my kids are destructive and they'll destroy you. And Danny's like, okay, let's do it. You never know what could happen. And so it's a really cool moment where they are going down the, uh, this railroad tracks, the the Giants, and they're picking up kids. And uh, 
some really shitty kids, you know. Uh, let me see. They pick up a very smart kid that's not big on sports, but... He's going to be a great coach. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, amazing. So Danny tells him, you can come up with any play you want. You can make it as crazy or as weird as you want. And they pick up uh, a quarterback, because they don't actually have a quarterback. Junior uh, it was Devin Sawa. My boy, Devin Sawa. Oh, man, he's so cool. Uh, but they, they have enough for a team. Still really tiny kids, but, you know, he's training them and they're working on plays and stuff and they're trying to speak to the kids' strengths and stuff like that. Uh, there is a kid that pops up in the town. His name is Spike and the dad, douchebaggy. He's one of those dads or parents that, uh, oh, my kid was born to play, do this, and this is all they're going to do. I've been working with them since they were born and blah, blah, blah. They're crazy about whatever they're doing. And so Spike, uh, Danny tricks him and makes him think that he is Kevin in this town. Everyone loves Kevin. And so Danny is like, yeah, yeah, this is the team. This is the Cowboys. <laughs> and Spike's there f- for like a day or two. And he doesn't want to play with a girl. And Icebox's like, well, I'll fuck you up. Like, I'm not scared of you. And it, it's just, this whole situation, it's a lot of people that just don't think that women can play football, which is absurd. Uh, I will say certain positions probably play better to a woman. Like linebackers, like that's probably be pretty tough for a woman to do unless you're a big girl. Like we just watched a movie with a fucking sumo wrestler. Isn't that what she was? No, she she switched around. She well, was, she was quarterback later, but she was yeah. a linebacker for most of it. She was... She was Offense, like offense. A lot of the line. times, she was like defense. Like she was kind of like a corner. She was like a cornerback. She was like trying to get picks, and she was tough as fuck. Yeah, she know. she honestly did what they needed. Yeah. And so, uh, Spike gets grabbed by the real Coach O'Shea, and so now they got an even stronger thing. And so, uh, Kevin, it's a really weird moment in the movie. It's towards the, like the eve of the game, and Kevin talks to Becky because Becky is in love with Junior. But she thinks that Junior isn't going to like her because she's just Icebox and she's yeah. not a girl. You know, she, when Junior sees her, he just sees. Hashtag tomboy problems. Yeah. I had this my whole life. Yeah. And so. Well, my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> and so she kind of is starting to falter when the game's getting closer and closer because she just, I don't know. It It's odd. It was her plan to do this. It's puberty. Yeah. But then towards the end, she's like, oh. I don't want to be seen as just a tough girl. I want to be seen as desirable. Yeah. And so uh, Kevin actually talks to her. And I don't think he was doing it in an evil route, but it did help him out and help the Cowboys out. Yeah. I think he was trying to genuinely be a good uncle at this point. Yeah. But it was it also came across as shady because she was... The best player on yeah. the Giants, on the Little Giants. <laughs> so Kevin, Ed O'Neill, gets Becky to be a cheerleader. Which is what he's been telling her to do the whole time. Yeah, for his team, because he's like, what? well, Junior might see you differently if you, you're a cheerleader. I don't know. It's so Never in Becky's not on the team. <laughs> and she tells him the morning of, like, when they're in the like their uh, locker room, like, getting pumped, because they're like, we got this, baby. Go Giants! Oh, I forgot before that. Uh, so in the movie, you know that one spot where everyone's like, "Oh, this is hopeless." A bus driven by John Madden ends up in town, and it's full of 
NFL players. Emmett Smith is there, Bruce Smith, Tim Brown. And so they teach the kids to be tougher and work on plays and stuff. It's like that moment in all the sports movies where they just get a little stronger, just like in Space Jam when they drink the special juice, the Michael Jordan juice. And they're like, yeah, kind of. Well, they get a little better. And so the game starts, and they're getting destroyed, Mm -hmm. which very much so because these kids are like half their, like double their size. And so they're trying their best out there. Uh, Tons of fumbles. (laughs) Uh, Spike is just running walking with everybody on his back and they're just trying their best to stop this gigantic fucking high school aged 12 year old i don't know what age is supposed to be but he's like 25 uh they're trying their best halftime hits there he was 15 yeah 14 15 he's at least two years older than every other kid on the team. oh yeah every other kid that's playing and so even though they are getting properly properly destroyed they're only down by 21 points at the half so the training did help defense wise they were kind of slowing them down we just saw the highlight spots yeah like they kept them busy for yeah they weren't scoring as much yeah Yeah. and so the giants are back in the locker room and they're upset and they're like fuck man we're gonna lose and so danny tells them a story and it's like hey me and kevin used to race our bikes down this hill Every day after school. Forever. And he always beat me. Except this one time. And so all the kids tell their stories about the one time they beat their older brothers and sisters at something. They're like, oh yeah, I always lose. Except that one time when I just was good enough. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like, yeah, this could be your one time. You never know until you try. Ducks fly together. I'm telling you. <laughs> and so the kids get like powers they unlock like you know the 100 percent in their bodies and they actually start making some plays howling yeah it's awesome the kids are trying they're like fuck you and these little kids are doing fucking blitzes and stuff it's awesome yeah so they realize uh that junior is a threat their quarterback he's a really good quarterback he is so spike the play is done junior's getting up from a tackle and spike just blows him up from the back it actually puts him down yeah and so becky sees this and she's pissed she's like oh no you didn't just hurt my man and so spike does this like laugh smile he's looking at me, he's like yeah you're quarterback oh uh, you're a cheerleader bitch you can't do shit about that can't ha, 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 ha. destroyed your man <laughs> and so becky drops her pom-poms Go grab some uh, fucking pads. And she comes to the game. She's like, nah, we don't play like that. And so the kids are even more hyped because they're like, Becky's back. And uh, she actually does this amazing stop because Spike's going to run it in because no one can stop him. He dives up and Becky catches his ass in the air, stops him at the one yard line. It's awesome. And so it goes back to the earlier. Low center of gravity. When uh, Danny was like, you know, didn't want them to go head up and try to tackle each other. I don't think he was worried that she couldn't do it. He just, I don't know, didn't want to do it. She's He's way bigger than her. It would not have worked out well. Hey, it worked right then. When it, when it came down to it, it worked. Yeah, well, adrenaline and rage will help. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a lot of the Giants, they get their upgrades, just like in D2. Uh, uh, hot hands, he actually catches a ball. Yeah. Because it, it turns into 
uh, roll of toilet paper. That's the only thing he can catch because it's visualizes soft roll of and squishy. Paper. Yeah. Uh, one of the kids, his dad always leaves and he's never there for he's anything. He's on a business trip. And the dad comes home and he's in the end zone, just like holy shit. And the, that kid dodges everybody. He's out there just weave gaming everybody. He gets he to his does. Dad. Those weaves are dope. It's a, it, it's awesome. And they they tie the game at twenty one twenty one. And so there's time for one play. And so the uh, the playmaker on the team, the smart kid, calls it the annexation of Puerto Rico. And so uh, it's actually a famous play called the Fumble Ruski. So when I was a kid watching this, I didn't understand that that was a real thing. So in the, the, the movie, they set up the play and then they shift. And Ed O'Neill like looks, he's like watching the play and he's like, what the fuck? Fumaruski, Fumaruski, and he's like yelling he's it. Yelling about Fumaruski. I just thought he it was just some weird ass thing he was yelling when I, for forever. Yeah, it I, sounds made up. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I looked it up. A Fumaruski is the actual play. It's one of those plays you can only do once because yep. they will always look for it again. Yeah. But what you do, you hike the ball, and you make it look like the quarterback has the ball and he's passing it off to somebody, which you you they always pass it kind of close to the chest, but they actually didn't hike the ball. And they just set it down on the on the ground. They just set it down. And then one of the players, usually the center, just kind of stands over it. And you just wait for the play to go. Because when football starts, the play starts, everyone spreads out because they want to stop the ball. So usually that person sits there for a second, and then he starts scooting off quietly. Uh, fumble Ruskies, like I said, it's one, it's like Statue of Liberty play, a flea flicker. You can only do that shit kind of like once or twice. And then they're like, we will always stop this. Because it's one of those plays that... I, like I said, you can only do it once or twice. Uh, in real football, uh, a college team actually did it, and they were like, "Yeah, man, we saw that little giant, so we did it, and it won a game." Really. I love that. Yeah, I would love to see more <laughs> fucking annexations of Puerto Rico. It's like hilarious. The, like, oh my gosh, That's yeah, so good. So this play, it's well, the fumble ruski happens, but then. Zoltek had the ball. He's not fast. So people catch up to him. And then it turns into a just a lateral party. And so a lateral in football is you throwing the ball to somebody that's slightly behind you. You can't throw yeah. forward because that'd be not fair. Yeah, but you can you throw it throw you can throw it to somebody like in the you. same direction as you, like the same plane, but usually they're behind you somehow. And it's just a couple a, steps behind you. Yeah, and it's just a whole lot of laterals yeah and then they fucking score it was like a 99 yard play it was amazing i love oh man trick plays are so so cool yeah and so at the end kevin being actually a pretty good brother except for being kind of sexist sometimes you know he's like you did good man you actually got me you played me congrats good and, luck in the pop warner league right and danny's like hey uh, is it weird for a team to have two coaches? He's like, yeah, it's actually kind of weird. <laughs> He's like, well, what if one coach doesn't really know that much and the other coach like knows, knows a, a lot? lot? He's like, okay, we'll 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 see. Yeah, we'll just combine the teams. It'll yeah. be fine. One town, one team. Yeah, and so they're you know, they're brothers. And so uh, the water tower in town said home home of Kevin O'Shea. And so he's like, okay, I got something that I really want. And they change it home of the O'Shea brothers. And so it's it's really cute stuff. So. The Giants and the Cowboys are going to combine, and hopefully all the kids get to play. Hopefully, you know, they get a little better. I will say, like, Tad, the little four-foot-nothing kid, 
Hopefully he has something for him to do, but he is a wee one. <laughs> there are some kids on there like he, he probably... did score a touchdown at one point. Yeah, so, so I'm like some of those him. some of those kids. I'm like you probably won't get that much play when they in the pop Warner. There's there's gonna be some gigantic kids. Uh, football is really big in some states, but hey, but that's fine. Now yeah. they have the offensive line. They have icebox. She'll they blow have somebody. They have a huge up. offensive line. They got like Spike and all these other people. Like, oh yeah, that'll be good. It's gonna be great. And oh, they could block for that little tiny kid. And at the end, Spike actually like claps for him. So even he, though he had the best sportsmanship of everybody, all the rest of the Cowboys even, were pissed. Yeah, even before when he blew up Junior in the back and like got a penalty, he at the end he was like, "Yeah, y'all beat me, so I'll clap." It was yeah. weird. So. Uh, Let's shake the hands. Right? There were no evil kids in this movie at the end. And there were moments in the game where they were like, y'all suck. We about to steamroll y'all. So, uh, great movie. Great. Ah, It's a good one. So, who's your favorite character in Little Giants? Becky. Yeah. Because she is me. I was a tomboy. I had the same kind of problem of losing like trying to lose my tomboy image so that the guys that i liked would notice me in a way that wasn't just like one of the guys um and that took a long time like becky does that flawlessly in this movie basically pretty much flawlessly but she kind of gives up the thing that she loves and i was not willing to do that at the time (laughs) so uh it took me a little longer but yeah she was me i Loved football and baseball and all these different things as a kid and didn't give a fuck really about what other people thought of me until right around the same age that Becky was in this movie. Um, you know, puberty kind of strikes and you start to realize that boys don't want someone that they can play football with. <laughs> like they want someone who will cheer them on while they play football or whatever the fuck. So. I definitely relate to Becky a lot, and I really liked her. She was pretty great throughout most of the movie. I will say she does do some upsetting things when she becomes a cheerleader. That is just, I think, a betrayal of her character. But, like, I get it. They had to find a way to get the point across that she was in love with Junior and whatever. But I don't think it was really necessary. Yeah. Well, obviously, Becky's, like, my favorite character. Uh, Big... Honorable ups to Junior was great. I liked him. I like a good quarterback. Um, and out of the kids, uh, doesn't all, you don't have to pick a kid. You can pick yeah, an adult. I always say all the kids are cute. Uh, I actually like I like Kevin O'Shea. He's supposed to be the villain of this story. He had moments where I actually like dug him. Uh, I love that he actually learned that he is a piece of shit. And like I said, he caused his own demise if he just gave his niece something to do. Instead of just being like, she's a girl. Just been like, okay, I'll find something for her to do on the team. Didn't even have to play her that much, man. Just, he caused all of this. But, you know, like I said, people got to learn somehow. You My know, honorable tough mention was Danny for being a fantastic parent. Oh, well, duh. It's Rick fucking Moranis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't think I had to say it out loud. Like, it's Rick Moranis. Yeah. He could do anything. He but, uh, no, I like it. Kevin learned. At least he didn't, like, die in an explosion or something, not learning anything. You know. But, uh, yeah, no, Becky, no shit. Becky's amazing. Uh, like, same reasons you said. Just like in you the You were wo- a girl. Huh? You were a girl yeah. who was struggling to fit in. Born a little black girl. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like in the Water Boy. With, in the Water Boy, they used his 
education as his weakness and his mom. And so he had to take a test and he couldn't play in the game. He had to take a test, you know, because he actually didn't go to school. And then his mom being in a coma, he's like, I can't play because, you know, I hurt my mom. Because physically, he's awesome, just like the icebox. You have to do something mentally. And so that was their weakness. And it sucked that she chose that moment to be like, I want Junior to notice me for a girl. Being so, 12. So, yeah, but but fuck this game that this whole issue I started. I did this. It wasn't like yeah. me and my dad. I forced my dad to do this whole situation. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, bitch. She didn't even realize. I mean, <laughs> looking at it as an adult, watching this as an adult, um, you definitely see things with a more mindful eye to the struggles that the parents are having throughout this movie because as a kid, all I saw it was, I only saw it for Becky you know, clearly she is a, a hardcore tomboy and she wants boys to notice her. And I got that. That that was it. Um, as an adult, I see it now as her being kind of a selfish bitch. Yeah. Because her dad basically dropped everything to make this yeah. team for her. Yeah, and so much effort. all of her, you know, and get all these other kids who were literal trash at sports <laughs> to attempt and be good at sports yeah he did a ton of work for this yeah like everyone in this movie did a ton of work and she just like dropped it but it's it's tricky because she's 12 like yeah 12 year olds are not thinking about everyone else around them like teenagers don't have the capability of thinking that's why well maybe they do a kind of they they kind of do but they typically tend to be very self-centered and focused on their own feelings in the moment so it made sense that she was just kind of yeah like i was a little grumpy at her but it makes they're just kids you know and so everything is the most important thing to them right when it happens yes and they're like no i have to deal with this now and i'm like what about the game i don't care i'm like yeah you do yeah but yeah uh who is your least favorite character it's probably gonna be the same one uh, that i say my least favorite character is Kevin O'Shea. Oh, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> I have another one. So. Uh, my least favorite character is Kevin because he was sexist as fuck. And I experienced this from an adult when I was a child. And I hated it. Yeah. Um, as a kid, again, I was a super tomboy. And I wanted to play baseball. I was good at baseball. Like, I could hit fucking home runs like nobody's business i was mark mcguire before mark mcguire was huge because that was more of a early 2000s (laughs) thing (laughs) um but i absolutely loved baseball and i joined up with baseball when i was like in little league you know little league age and at what the first year i started playing or I wanted to play, I was like eight or nine or something like that. And I went to the like signups and tryouts stuff or placements like to get placed on a team and was told by the coaches that I was not allowed to play because I was a girl and girls have to play softball. That sucks. And I hated it. Literally fucking wanted to murder somebody at <laughs> eight or nine because why the fuck does it matter? Why, why do I have to play with this big clunky ball when baseball is what I'm good at? Yeah. I can hit the small ball. Throw it as fast as you want at me. I can fucking hit it. And it didn't make sense to me then 
and it just hurt my feelings at yeah. 10 like to be told that you can't do something because you're a girl and it fucking sucked and i hope that things have changed nowadays dear jesus i hope i don't know i don't have kids but well it i know fucking sucked so kevin o'shea was the worst fucking character in this movie because the second he did that to becky i was flooded with like memories and emotions of that happening to me and i fucking hated it so i was just like fuck that guy for this whole movie <laughs> because that's some bullshit girls can do whatever the fuck they want yeah <laughs> i know um in different levels of sports i know um in college uh the first female kicker and she's actually good at it well go figure it was just a, a leg and a ball. But uh, first female kicker for some team. I can't remember what yeah. division she's in. Can't she, be the first because there's already one. There's been one in the NFL. No, no, college. Yeah, I know. But there had to. she had to have been one in college to be one in the NFL. So no, no, no. I'm saying, no, in college, she's doing it now. Okay. But yes, but I'm saying she can't be the first. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's and not then, the first. Uh, she's just doing it right now. Uh, there's a quarterback in some high school. Uh, yeah. She was female. Oh, there's... There's tons of high school athletes that are crushing it. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I am all down for anybody doing whatever they want, but there are some realms of reality. There are some positions that are probably better for women. Women would probably be great wide receivers. Quick, nimble. You don't have to be super tall. Actually, it's a detriment to be super tall and be a wide receiver. You kind of want to be a little small so you can sneak around people. Uh, running backs, if you're if you're thick enough... Be a fucking running back because you kind of want to have some weight on you so people don't bowl you over. Like some of my favorite ru- running backs, they're chunky boys. <laughs> that's what you want to be. Tight ends, if you're a tall gal that's got some weight on her, you can, be, you can do a tight end. A lot of offensive things would work for women, honestly. Defensive-wise, you probably want some thick-ass people. So if you thick-ass girl, she'd be on the defensive line. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, hey, anybody can do anything. But if you're like five foot, hundred and something pound woman, I'm not putting you on a defensive line because they're gonna they're gonna walk over you. But if you put you in the right spot, you can do anything. Yeah. You know, probably my center. I want a thick person in front of me pass me the ball if I'm the quarterback. I don't yeah. want because I don't want to get blitzed. I I think that women can do anything, and yeah. I do agree that. There are some limitations. Yeah, there's limitations. There are there some are limitations some, yeah. in some sports. Oh yeah. Not I would say not all sports have. Oh, these like fucking soccer. Men and women should be able to play soccer together. Honestly. Yeah. Same. It's, I mean, I would argue the same thing with baseball. Yeah. Which I mean, is which, which was my fucking problem. Oh, I got you. I got you. Like <laughs> as a child, even now as an adult, why are eight year olds? Why do eight year olds have to pick? Yeah. Why why do eight year olds have to play with a big ass fucking ten pound softball? Like why can't they play baseball? There's nothing happening on a little kid baseball team, on an eight year old baseball team that would be different or worse than what's happening on a softball field. Like Yeah. It's fucking ugh. Hopefully one day it gets to the point where you can just kinda of play together. Honestly. Oh, I'm sure it's that I'm it's pro I be. hope that it's that way yeah. now. Let's, like I said, I don't know that it is that way. Yeah, certain but sports, it should be that way. Certain sports, it should work out. Soccer honestly. should be co-ed. Yeah, for the like. I mean, all they do, they get touched with a finger, they explode. So I mean, anybody can die on the field like they do. So basketball, eh. um, they've actually changed things because uh, the WNBA, the ball is smaller, and the hoop is big, smaller. Something it's different. 
And I think the dimensions of the court's a little different too. Last time I looked, it might be different now. Mm. But it's the WNBA to the NBA is a little bit different just physically, like basketball court wise. I think it's a little different still. Well, it's different in player size too. Oh, well, obviously, but yeah. Men just keep growing. Yeah, like, that's fucking weird. It, it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot more likely that you will get a man who is over seven foot than you will get a woman who is over seven yeah. foot. Like there aren't very many women who have grown to be that big and there are hundreds of men yeah, that have grown to be that big. But that just comes to the point of there's different there's certain positions like shooting guards, you probably wouldn't see a woman power forward because that's like Dirk's. But position. also like Dirk's a big boy. But skills, like yeah, again, skills, again yeah. use use what you're good at. I one of the best basketball players that I can remember at Fresno State was five foot nothing, yeah. and just tore up. Yeah, point guard. She tore you, you could be tiny up and be a the point fucking guard. court. Like actually, it's kind of God, preferred to so be good. a little small to be a point guard because you're you're starting all the plays. Uh, fucking Curry, Curry's not a big boy. Yeah. He's a wee one and he's I mean, point guard. I he, mean, he's wee for basketball. For yeah. For men's basketball. But that's what I'm saying. He's but still he's, like 6'3". Oh, yeah. He's big normally, but in basketball, he's a wee one. Yes. And that's why he's a point guard. Because you, you don't have to be under the court. I mean, he's going to pull up anyway at the half court and just make it. So, you know, fuck it. He's a weird point guard. <laughs> he don't make plays. He just does it. Yeah. Okay, computer. Eh, fuck, I'm going to shoot it. Yeah, like, sorry. oh my God, he made that. That I'm on so a very stupid. long tangent about sexism because it was very personal to me. Who is your least favorite character? Um, Spike's dad. Oh yeah, that guy was. A uh, parents like that really shitty. Like I said, it's nice to be enthusiastic about sports with your child because maybe you couldn't do what they can do, and you know you didn't have that base of I don't know someone right behind you saying you can do this, you know. But some parents out there are like. You're gonna do this. Not like you can do this. I have faith in you. No, you're gonna do this because I couldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna force you to uh, do this. You Le- have to do this. Yeah, Lavar Ball. Now he is an annoying dad, but his three sons are in the NBA. Uh, he likes to talk shit in their person. It's like you know, if me and Katie had a had a son and he's playing, and I'm like, Yo, LeBron, go fuck yourself. My kid's gonna dunk on you tomorrow night and my kid's like what the fuck that's, like dad can you stop yeah that's what lavar ball does for the kids and he's like please stop <laughs> oh yeah all the kids are like can yeah. you not uh but one of his kids i think what Lamelo. uh he's playing he's probably gonna be rookie of the year uh he's amazing and these kids are starting to figure out what they're good at and what they're doing not rookie of the year like first second year like kids good uh but they're all good you know like i said that type of parent that you're not being just an asshole about it, that's great. Spike's dad, uh, at some point, he must have taught Spike that, like, hitting people when the play's over isn't the worst thing to do. Well, I know he was kind of talking to him like, no, stop him. Get that ball. Like, make it happen. And Spike hits this kid after the, the whistle has been, like, blown. Mm-hmm. And then the dad's like, hey, 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 you know, we stopped him. The quarterback's down. And Kevin, which another reason Kevin got better, he's like, no, we don't play like that, man. Yeah, we don't play dirty like he's that. He's like, hey, I'm, you know, just, you know. Try. I'm just sexist. I'm not, I'm not, right? I'm just not try, a, I'm just not trying a to win the, bag. I'm yeah. just sexist. <laughs> just trying to win the game, Kevin. He's like, don't do that shit, man. We're not winning that way. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, dads like that, they're shitty. And I've always hated that. And 
it sucks, you know, I didn't have a dad around, so it sucks that kids have a dad around, like, pumping them up, but then they're, like, pumping them with the wrong stuff. I'm like, that's gotta suck even harder. <laughs> Someone's there, but telling you all the wrong things to do. Uh, that's on the nose. Yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Spike's dad with a tiny little spike in first act, Kevin. Spike was rough. Yeah. But at least he clapped at the end. So, uh, let's do seven more synopsis. What do you got? Uh, okay. Put some respect on the name Icebox. (laughs) (laughs) And lessons on sexism from a kid's movie. Yeah. This movie, for real, says, like, you can do anything you want. You gotta try harder. (laughs) Because there are people out there that are gifted way more than you. You gotta try harder. Figure out your strengths. You know, this movie teaches you that. So, I only have one. Icebox. Icebox is an absolute badass bitch. Man, I'm telling you, when Spike dove in on the one-yard line to get that touchdown to seal the game, and Becky's like, you're not getting past me, Chief. And just throws her body to stop him. That's probably one of the coolest things you can do in football is to just stop somebody. Just make a wall. You are not getting past me. It's one of the coolest things you can do. That and a fumble ruski. Uh, it, it's great. Becky, you know, there was a little, there was like 20 minutes where she was crap. Any movie, the main character is going to be crap for at least 20 minutes of the movie. You know, she had a moment, but then the second she saw her friend get hit. And, it, you know, Spike looks at her and he's like, <laughs> he's like you over there, I'm, I'm going to kill your team. And she's like, what am I doing? And puts her pads on. She's like, time to do some work. Uh, she's, Icebox is amazing. So, oh, fun fact. Alexa Vega. So if you've seen the Machete films, you've seen Spy Kids, she is actually Kevin's youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. Katie and I did not realize it until later when we were looking up cast members. And I was like, why did say Alexa Vega? Who was she in this movie? Oh my gosh, she was that tiny little girl. I was like, she looks great now, but my God, she was tiny in this movie. Wee little thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie came out October 14th, 1994. How much do you think the budget was? Uh, I... That's too low. 500,000. 500,000? Yeah. That's cute. What were you going to say before? I was going to say that it feels really low. My guess feels really low because Space Jam was like 70 bajillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie does not have the cinematic qualities that Space Jam has. Mm-hmm. It has a much, a lot fewer a lot celebrities. More yeah. It's super practical. It has a lot less celebrities, a lot less CGI that they have to deal with. So I went super low because this was like Rick Moranis and... Ed O'Neill and then some kids. Yeah. So it's like both of the both of the men were big, but everybody else in this movie was just like like small time. So yeah, I don't know what I would have gone with otherwise. Yeah. The budget was twenty million. Holy fuck! Yeah. On what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On what? Like, did they pay every fo- every professional football player in this movie get five million dollars? Because I don't know. that's your twenty million right there. I don't like, understand did, where the budget went. But... I don't know. Did Emmett Smith get like? <laughs> he probably got some change, but not like a million to be in this. I don't know. He would have had to. Where the fuck else did they spend this? The twenty million dollars. I don't know. 
Like, okay, let's assume Rick Moranis got a million, Ed O'Neill got a million, uh, what John Madden got a million, and <laughs> and uh, fucking what there was four, five, four of them, four of them, one, two, three, four. That's fucking seven million dollars right there in the cast, the adult cast of like celebrities. Yeah, and then thirteen million on question mark yeah i like <laughs> if i could sit down and just like this budget, look at the budget this budget was super yeah inflated. i need the sheets to check out what the budget this was but it was super or they're or they just paid ed o'neill and rick moranis insane amounts yeah like i could see both of them pulling probably five million a piece for this because they were both fucking huge at the time yeah but even if both of them pulled five a piece that's 10 million and then the other five characters that's 15 million you telling me you the rest of this movie cost you five million dollars how it was children there was like <laughs> bikes and a go-kart and some football pads like what right <laughs> how did you spend five million dollars house man. y'all need to learn how to fucking budget because this don't make any damn sense right 20 million houseway <laughs> okay million dollars jesus i can make this movie with some fucking gopros and yeah like <laughs> okay so how much do you think the uh box office was God damn it. Uh, now I feel bad because my box office number is real low. So I've got to switch it up. Um, I'm going to say $15 million. I don't think it made its money because $20 million is absurd. Okay. So it actually made nineteen point three. Okay. So it made a little bit less. Uh, you know, like Because said, $20 million is absurd. Yeah. Somebody's fucking with the numbers. Y'all out here, that doesn't make any sense. How did it cost that much money to make this yeah, movie? Yeah, this was a very expensive kids film that didn't look like it was twenty million. No, this seemed like it probably ten million. Ten million seemed like a lot. For it this does. Type of movie. That's why my number, my original guess was five hundred thousand because this movie is not high budget at all. Like there's like, no. It has a really good. CG it has really good music. Like yeah. the the soundtrack. The person who did the um the score for it beautiful is a beautiful score and again two main character dudes they were super famous at the time cool you give them a lot of money and then you paid some nfl people to come in great each one of them gets a nice chunk of money what the fuck else are you paying for because i know you didn't pay little baby devin sawa a million dollars to be in this movie (laughs) i know for a fact you didn't because why would you yeah, the kids. At this point, he had done this movie and Casper. Oh, for sure. Like, or these, those were both in the same year. Like, I, mean, I think 90... Casper was also nine, it was 93, 94. Yeah. It was around that time. Like, come on. Yeah. I, come on. The numbers are weird, but, you know, review wise, some people said, like, eh, you know, it, it's very man wise. Uh, of course, because yeah. it's a kids movie. Yeah. Why, what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you spend that much money on a kids movie? Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie, so but I understand. I love this movie too, but I'm mad at whoever did the budgeting. Yeah, I don't know what the money went in for this. This was. is why Hollywood's in trouble, y'all. This is why Hollywood is just fucking up. This yeah. is why all all these movies get made and they lose all sorts of money because somebody out there is just like, oh yeah, catering can have a million dollars. Like bring us sandwiches every five minutes. Yeah. Or maybe don't like fucking yeah. chill out. It's an absolute mess. Figure it out. <laughs> Y'all don't need to spend that kind of money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got anything else to say about Little Giants? 
No, it's a really good, it's really fun. Yeah, it's I love this movie. Not really about football. So if you're looking for a movie that is super about football, or you want trying to learn about football, you're not going to get it from this movie. But if you're looking for like a quality family film that also has like a sports draw to it, this is this is for you. Yeah, football adjacent. Football adjacent for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie's good. I like it. But like I said, I like poop. So, uh, but it, it's better. It's way better than poop. It's better than bad. It's good. Like a log. Log, log. <laughs> it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so if you have any other cool fun facts about Rick Moranis or Ed O'Neill or football, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email at us AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have our Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, I don't know what the next one for just Katie and I is going to be. Uh, Figure probably, it out. It'll probably be a Katie pick. Because uh, these were kind of mine. Kind of my picks. It was ones that I really adored when I was a wee one. But uh, it'll probably be a Katie pick. So, it'll probably be a very thoughtful and sad but great I like sports movies film. that aren't no, just I'm, I'm sad not hating, and thoughtful. I'm not hating on it. It's just yours no, will probably... No, come up with it. Every time you say something, you're like, oh, this and that. I have been trying to fucking watch uh, Little Big League for like 75 days, and it doesn't exist on streaming anywhere, <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> I gotta look. I gotta find it. Oh, fucking rookie of the year and rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna find time for that one. I have rookie of the year on DVD. We can watch rookie of the year, but I don't have little big league, which is a mistake on my part, and I need to find it somewhere because I'm not. I don't want to pay Amazon like eight dollars to rent it. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Yeah. Okay, but no, like uh, like always, we'll be back very soon with another sports film. Uh, I know, Spicy Boys. We got some more coming in. But no, this is fun. I enjoy talking about sports films, man. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think... I don't know. I, I know a little bit about everything. That's kind of how I like to live. Just kind of a jack-of-all-trades on things. It just makes it easier when you kind of know a little bit about everything. But uh, no, sports. I have none. A boxing film. I want to do a boxing one real bad. Maybe I'll watch Teen Wolf 2. about boxing? <laughs> it's got the dude from Arrested Development, the main guy. He's the Teen Wolf. <laughs> It's so We're bad. not watching Teen Wolf 2. Yeah, man, it's so bad. Teen Wolf 1's the fucking shit. It is. We're not watching Teen Wolf 2. Bro, he's ducking the fuck out on them dudes. Oh, Teen man, Wolf it's so Teen Wolf 1 great. is fantastic. We're not watching Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> We're going to watch a boxing movie, though. We're going to watch a real one, like a sad heartbreak it's one. Rocky. <laughs> or Million Dollar Baby or yeah. Ali or... Yeah. There's a lot of boxing yeah, movies. The first four Rockies Creed. make you sad. Apparently Creed make you sad too. All of them. They all make you sad because boxing is a sad sport as yes, it turns out. Because you're literally just pounding someone's brains out. Yes, it is. Okay, so uh, like always, thank you so much for listening guys. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye guys. Bye.